Hello, good morning. Wow, it's the ninth day of January 2023. Um, once again, Happy New Year. Um, the year has literally started again. Uh, just a couple of days that we all shouted Happy New Year and uh, we're all happy, you know, and all pumped up, grooving into the new year. But hey, to the next 365 days, <laughs> we start the race again. You're welcome to my podcast, Uncle Mike Speaks. And you know, this is how we do it every Monday. Just come up here with certain topics share my views and um, my thoughts about those topics with the aim of just trying to pass across messages you know things that would improve my life improve our lives um, and um, to also you know solicit feedback from from everyone who listens and to learn and to grow I'm very very grateful to all those who do that and um, very very pumped you know sometimes the feedback is of course constructive criticism but it's all good because i'm learning different ideas different views and it makes so much sense when that happens so as we've entered into 2023 i want to use this medium to just pray for everybody all of my listeners prospective listeners newer ones uh, the ones who have always been there from the very beginning with uncle mike speaks I just pray that wherever it is that you are, um, be it the US, the UK, Nigeria, Ghana, Canada, wherever, what area of the world that you find yourself, I pray that the economy of those areas you know, will, work, will work wonders for you and your family. It, it will make sense for you this year. You know, you accomplish that which you have been, you know, destined to accomplish by the Almighty God. Um, I love you guys, Sha. Just love, <laughs> wanted you guys to know that I appreciate the encouragement, the impacts. I learn so much from the feedback that I get, and um, I can't. I, I can't wait to get the feedback on today's um, today's topic. So let me just delve straight into it, you know, without uh, much further ado. Uh, today we're talking about church hearts. That's hot, as in H-U-R-T. And that's basically hot that comes from people, the institution, and everything that surrounds church. You get. Church hot is so popular. No, it's so common, yet unpopular. Not until I was called up by a friend to come talk about church hearts and I, from my research and everything that I was doing, I realized a whole lot of people have been or have experienced church hearts without even knowing that they've been hurt by the church and they've formed a lot of decisions just from that, you know, singular or multiple events that has, a, that has risen from, from church hearts. So like I said, church hearts is... You know, hot that comes from either the institution or the congregation or the pastors of the church institution you get. So when this happens, oftentimes people, like I said, people form, form certain opinions, 
people's form setting you know decisions concerning church and most times they are right and that's just the truth most times they are right so i'm not going to blame anybody for you know taking one of the drastic decisions that some have taken you know due to church hurt is that they decided not to go to any church i'll stay in my house and you know form this notion that hey god is everywhere and and the likes but you can't really discard i'm not going to discard what people have felt some of the few reasons that you know why church hurt is so painful you know is is is, is that most times people don't expect to get hurt by church you know you the, the vibe that you get when going to church is oh it's a loving place that's where god resides just come the way you are you are special so when people hear that they get into you know a church expecting what they've heard and alas they experience one massive hit to the face and what happens they begin to wonder this, this, this wasn't supposed to be like this it's supposed to be a different place you know I'm supposed to be happy here so you really can't blame people another another reason why i think church hurt is so painful you know and why it exists is that either consciously or unconsciously when we go out for evangelism or when we you know either directly or indirectly you try to get someone to come to church you know what we end up telling people is hey come to my church and if they if they ask you okay so why should i come to your church what differentiates from your church from others we say oh our services are lovely come to our our pastor has the word come you'll be loved we paint this picture that our friends should come meet an entity that is human you know we sell our church rather than selling the one who makes church that makes church make sense right instead of selling jesus you know instead of selling god you sell your church you sell hey, the redeemed christian church of god for example or you sell winner's chapel or you sell harvest house you know rather than say come and meet the one who saved me and the one who saved you is not it's not your pastor to be frank so one of the reasons why church hurts, you know, is so predominant is people easily forget that church is made up of humans. And if there's one thing that is synonymous with humans, is the fact that humans are flawed. Humans are not perfect. Rather than say, come to my imperfect church, and meets my imperfect pastor you know that heads an imperfect team why not say come and meet the perfect god that i worship through my church so i feel there and then if people have their expectations right and they come to the realization that people are human they come to into your church and even when they are hurt by certain things which i will go into in a few minutes it's easier to handle and that's how i handle church hurt don't forget i said i've experienced it and i but although i didn't even know i was expressing church hurt but it's, it's just the way it is 
I'll, I'll give you some few examples you know of church huts so you 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 visit a well-respected person in your church right maybe your pastor or a counselor or a brother or a sister and you tell them oh this is something you're going through and oftentimes what happens is you get to church on a Sunday and it just looks as though the message for the day is stems from the, your story that you have told like the confidentiality the horror the disdain that people will give when they hear about something you are going through and you hear it outside it hurts so deeply it hurts so deeply and that's because we encourage and I'm not saying it's bad but we encourage people to open up to of course people in church because oh we are just to be trusted rather than encouraging people to open up to God say hey tell it to God we need to get to a, a, a level where we advise people to be able to approach God for themselves I've heard multiple men of God say you can do that thing you are telling your pastor to do for you so what happens most times and not every time because of course there are pastors who wouldn't tell your story or use you as the point of of discussion what happens because they are human so most times decisions will be formed you know talk will be formed from and you know people love to talk about others another thing that i feel causes it is that you know in church <laughs> everybody has issues but people always like to talk about your issue let's let's get um, take for example somebody is caught in fornication and somehow the news gets to church people i hope you know that the way and manner some people in church would look at you they will look at you as though you have committed the greatest of all offenses they will look at you as though you are the incarnate of the devil however if you delve deep into the lives of these people you know and i like this analogy that church is not a place for good people church is like a hospital that sick people come to to get better myself every everyone that has come to church we are all sick even scripture has said it that all have sinned and have come short of the glory of god for it's by grace that we are saved through faith the reason why we are in church is not because we are better than the next person but what happens most times and why people get hurt by churches when they are open enough to express themselves and say okay this is who i was or in the case of a new person this is who i am and the reason i'm here is because i want to change you realize that the kind of reception that they'll get from church people in quotes is one of shame and you know oh you are worse than the devil himself and this of course makes people not to come to church anymore because they're like oh if i'm the worst person that i've ever lived why do i need to even go to that place church shouldn't be filled 
you know, with self-righteous bunkums. Permit me to use that word. Even the Bible said that he that loves more, he that is he that loves that is forgiven more, loves more. So if you know where you have come from as a person, if you truly acknowledge where you have been and the waka you have wakat. <laughs> Right? Even when you see somebody caught in the act of adultery or someone who was caught stealing, yes, it's a hurtful sight to behold, but what you would feel would be a sense of, you know, like a sense of pity on that person and say, oh, I wish that this person can get the salvation that I have gotten. That's how church should be. Maybe not pity, but, you know, a kind of hope and prayer that, oh, you know what? I have also been there before. I have done the things that were worse than this. But hey, look at me. I've been saved by God's grace. That's where people will come to church with a free will, you know, and joy in their hearts that they're not going to be, you know, talked down upon. That's how it should be. That is how it should be. If we treat people with love and with understanding and empathy, you get. I'll give you a typical example in the Bible. And that's how Jesus got people, basically. He didn't come across as, you know, self-righteous. Oh, I'm the son of God. You're a, you're a pure sinner. Look at the woman who was brought to, to Christ for, for, for the sin of adultery. Jesus said, you know, he that has not ever sinned cast the first stone and no, not one person you know could throw that stone and in our, in our world today in this part of the world in Nigeria who never nobody holy pass you know and that's the word nobody's holy and the reason why you can even stand you know to claim to be holy eh, is just that God has given you that grace even the Bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags before God. So when you feel like you are when you feel like you are oh the most righteous, you're just deceiving yourself. And that's why most people don't come to church. You know, I have my dispositions about certain things, but the earlier we get to understand that church is for sick people like us, church is not for the best people church is for people who have missed their way and the church is supposed to be the one to you know drag them in and help them see the light the easier and the better church will be perceived by a lot of people now am i advocating for sin no shall we continue in sin that grace may abound paul said god forbid but the preceding verse you know or the the verse after said how can we who have been you know who have died to sin continue thereof meaning when these people keep coming to church and you keep showing them love gradually they start to change they start to be like you in fact the reason not like you they start to be like christ the reason why we keep encouraging people to come to church daily is that when you come to church you get a kind of cleansing the more you fellowship with the brethren you begin to see yourself be like christ so that person who comes to your church the first time with his hair you know braided or with torn jeans 
your disposition shouldn't really be hey don't talk to that person he's your disposition should be hey you know what i may not agree with what i'm saying but you are welcome either way and i'm praying i'm hoping that with god you begin to change gradually and that's how it should be so aside from this part of church hut there's another part and which i'm still gra- gra- you know grappling with and i've said the men of god that i respect that probably fall into this category if i have an opportunity any day i would just want to ask and know but i, I feel like it's, it's the economy and the country itself that has cost it i have heard multiple times you know from people in different denominations complain that when a church wants to start a school for example you know it's the people in the church that would you know contribute towards it most times and when the school starts running you realize that people in church wouldn't be able to afford the fees for those schools and it hurts me so bad i remember when i was in teens church it it used to pay me i i by the grace of god my parents you know although wearing that buoyant but they were able god helped them enough you know we went to pub to public school so went to government school it wasn't so but i had friends who their parents literally couldn't afford those things you know and I expected at some point that, of, of course, there were some interventions. I'm, I'm not going to call out the church completely in that, but the fact that some church members, some church workers can't afford to send their kids to those schools, it gets at me a bit. And most times people see this and they're like, oh, church is not just it's, it's supposed to be, I'm supposed to be able, I'm supposed to be able. So whatever it is that happens, I feel like if I, I'm not going to cast the church with this, but if I have an opportunity to meet these respected men of god who by by extension have churchy schools i want to just ask you know and i know they've they've been you know bursaries and the likes but i just want to i would have loved a scenario by churches could open schools and that's how the missionaries start started rather you know open schools that people can afford to attend get quality education and impact the nation the way it should be so and I don't know. I've spoken so much. It's 18 minutes already, and I love to keep my podcast under 20. Please let me know what you think. Am I going overboard, um, or maybe do I have I misunderstood one or two things? Let me know. But I want you to understand that church hurt is real. People actually are hurting, you know, from church, and it really shouldn't be that way. But let me know what you think. Beat me up give me feedbacks my social media handles are there my whatsapp number you know you can call me up and let me know what you think but please listen share your feedback i love feedback please help me with your feedback it helps me you know to form an improved and better opinion concerning these topics and um, let's keep praying for the church the church will keep on being the hope for the common man you know, especially when it's done properly. And like I said, one of the decisions a man must make is a decision on who to worship, the God to worship. And if the church does it right, we'll be able to tailor people directly to the kind of God that we want them to worship. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a lovely episode again, a lovely Monday morning. And like I said, I pray that it makes sense for you this new year. And um, 
help share Uncle Mike Speaks. Share it. Let people, you know, also listen. You know, I appreciate the people who listen from people who listen from Canada, people who listen from the US, the UK. I love you guys so much. If you're from Nigeria, my hometown. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I love you so much, but don't forget that God loves you more. Bye.